This is a Hoff Studios podcast. Hello and welcome to Evolve by Erica, the podcast. I'm Erica Polsonelli, your host, and we're here to talk about all things spiritual, high vibrational, 5D, and meditation, all the good vibes. So come on in. Hello, guys. Today, I am here with one of my best friends, Victoria Mann, and I, I'm so excited for this episode because she's really been with me through the beginning of my journey, played such a tremendous role in my spiritual experience. And the other day, I was actually at a hair salon, and I saw this little picture. It was like a needlepoint picture, and it said, magic found need help. And as soon as I saw it, I thought of her because in the beginning of my spiritual journey, you start to experience these things you've never felt before and you're sharing them with other humans and they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. I have no idea what you're experiencing. This sounds very strange. And Victoria, I call her Tori, came into my life during that time and literally was able to just help me make sense of so much and... It's just been such a magical friendship. So I'm so excited to invite her today and welcome her to the podcast. I am so excited to be here. So oh my gosh. This I is was, a magical moment. It is. It really is. Like a full circle moment. I mean. It's like a true manifestation. Right? Like I feel like since I met you, like I didn't know you actually told me to start my podcast. That's so funny. I didn't know that. Yes. But I feel like everything is so divinely organized, right? And you always knew your path, right? So you are always going to do this. So everybody listening, if you listen to Erica and you're like, wow, that sounds cool. I think I want something like that. And you don't know how it's going to happen. Just trust that you have every single thing within you. It's so true. I love that as an opener. Last night I was telling Vinny that you're coming on the podcast and he referenced you. I think you listened to that podcast yes, and you heard it. It's my favorite. I just, <laughs> I just was actually listening to it on the way coming over here and literally it made, like, cracked me up in such a good way. Like, you guys are so entertaining and so informational. Aww, yes, there's you. so much there. It's literally my favorite podcast. Thank so, you. Yes. I love that. So I told him yesterday that you were coming on. He's like, oh my gosh, of course. Like, my my first guest outside of him. <laughs> and he was like, Erica, you have so much to talk about of like how interconnected we were. Yes. And do you mind if I share that you and Vinny ran yeah. into each other in Long Beach? Whatever do you, you remember. Share. I don't. Oh, at, yes. 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 Whatever you feel guided so, to share, share. So this is so wild because I, when Vinny was telling me this, I realized we've been connected in so many ways. Yeah. So Vinny randomly ran into Victoria in Long Beach, um, actually at a meeting. Yes. And I'm sure she'll tell you more about her journey later. Yeah. Young by the Beach in Long Beach. And he came home and he was like, I ran into this girl at at, at a meeting tonight. I know her from Hofstra. I can't believe the path she's on and the healing journey she went through. And I was like, oh, what's her name? And he was like, Tori or Victoria. And I was like, oh, cool. I had never met you though at Hofstra, even though I did go there. crazy? Right? So that's number one. And then number two, like shortly after that, my friend Helen did Tori's makeup. And 
was like, Erica, you need to meet this girl, Tori. You guys are going to be friends. She's going to teach you so much. You have to meet her. So that was another connection. And then you're connected to Christiana, another friend of ours. Yes. So it was like we were three-way connected, never knew each other. And then Helen actually brought us together. Yes. At Christy's wedding. Oh, yes, that's right. That's when you did her makeup. But then we met at the Vine, which is a wine bar, actually. And when I tell you the first time I met this girl, my head was buzzing the entire time I was speaking to her because of the frequency of the words she was sharing and just like everything about her. My my head was buzzing. I'll I'll never forget it. And that's the first time I ever experience like that third eye opening so I just wanted to share how we came to be but I really want you to share about your spiritual awakening okay just give us a little background a little background on my awakening okay so hello I'm Victoria (laughs) and so now I'm next level happy but I used to be the complete opposite I used to be completely depressed suicidal and even though I grew up with faith, my life experiences and what I now refer to as soul assignments or the things that we choose to grow through, also known as the hard things in life that used to, if you were like me, they made me want to give up, right? When you feel like life keeps coming at you and coming at you, right? It's kind of hard to keep positive, even if you, you know, see other people, you know, who are experiencing positivity. So, you know, again, if maybe that's you, you know, trust that you are a million percent going to receive your miracle or the person you love. Like all you ever need is the willingness to be willing. And that is how I received my spiritual awakening. Wow. And it moves me to tears. Yeah. <laughs> it's so powerful. So I wanted to give up, but I would uh, see people who were happy. And I always kind of said, like, I see that it's possible Right. So I had that little bit of possibility, but it felt like even though I grew up with faith and Catholic school, as you did as well, mm-hmm. even though I, I had come from believing God and believing in faith, all of my life experiences had really broken it down so much. And I was feeling so low inside of myself, even though I was surrounded by support and love and family and friends. I had that. And I'm so grateful that I, I had that around me, but still inside, I felt such a deep sense of hopelessness. And especially because I was doing the things you're supposed to be doing. I, you know, had been in cognitive behavioral therapy. I was doing the things and I still felt really, really hopeless. And it was when I was in an abusive relationship. So I share this again to just remind us that the things that we experience that maybe feel like are the most horrible or the things that you think you're never going to be able to forgive or get over are actually the things that I call soul assignments that I believe are meant to actually help course correct and align us back on our best life path. So the abusive relationship I was in was actually one of the best things that could have happened to me because it brought me to one of my bottoms before before the bottoms and it helped me realize wow i need to get out of this it made me go from wanting to quit life when i was younger to fighting for my life right and this was after college so i was just trying to figure out who i was 
get clear on what I wanted in life. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that that's, you know, all of a sudden you're supposed to have an adult, right? And have everything figured out. And all I knew was that I was more miserable than ever. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to feel that way anymore. And I felt so hurt inside and I felt so hopeless that I was really ready to give up. I was really ready to give up, but I had had other life experiences, like one of my close friends in college crossing over and um, my dad crossing over when I was younger that I also knew uh, from my good friend Shirley crossing over, who I know is one of my angels, that life is meant to be lived and mm-hmm. and life is life is short. So I had kind of started to you know let go of the woe is me yeah. mentality, but I just... I didn't know where to go. And I started to talk to this idea of God again, right? Mm -hmm. And when I went to college, I got rid of God. I said, you suck. You know, if you exist, you forgot about me. Mm -hmm. So you know what? I'm going to forget about you. Mm -hmm. But how cool, what I learned is that God or the idea of a higher power never turns its back on us. And also if this is really out there for you and you're not sure how you feel about the idea of God or universe or higher power, that's totally okay. And again, all you need is that willingness to get clear on what that idea is for you and you will. That's also kind of like when you found me on your path, like, and then you find it on your own. Like you don't even know how you felt about the universe and how you know, right? Is that right? Yeah, Yeah. you know, you know, you are it. So yeah, so I had, I just really want to emphasize that willingness to be willing. I really started to have these conversations at my bottom, just hysterically, you know, on the floor crying to God, you know, I don't want to give up yet. Like, you know, before I quit life, if it is possible to experience happiness, like, please, 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 like, let me feel even what five minutes of freedom would feel like. And I started to actually be guided to, I remember my aunt had spoken to Oprah and we always have these earth angels. So always pay attention to people who are putting things in in front of you. Yes. And so, you know, Oprah was my idea, I guess, of spirituality. So I must have listened to Oprah and I believe that's probably what led me to Deepak. And Mm -hmm. I had one of his books, The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. One of my favorites. Yeah. And I remember very clearly on my bottom, and I had also found the book, The Secret. I remember very clearly reading these books. There was one quote by Deepak I feel guided to share that changed everything for me. It changed everything. And it was, the universe is proven to be in perfect order. And that means that this moment right now, whether you like it or not, it's in perfect order. That makes me want to take a sigh of relief and cry at the same time. That's what it did for me. Because it's like, <laughs> wow, I could stop stressing. Yeah. I could stop focusing on where I want to be, where I want to go, and just be. Let's do that. Take a deep breath. And exhale. Oh, the universe is so in true. perfect order. It's so true. You're okay. Yeah. Yeah. Even if everything's upside down and you want to quit life like me, right? You know, like I was. That moment's in perfect order and it is aligning you with your best life path if you ask it to. And I think back to that moment and that's all I did. I I just started to open up 
too. I didn't know I was doing it, but I was creating new possibilities yeah. without yeah. realizing. Opening up to the possibility of a miracle. Yes. That's it. And so when I heard that from Deepak, I thought, okay, wow, you know, and this guy is, is based on science. So there's truth to this mm-hmm. and maybe I can live, maybe I can have purpose in life. Maybe I can take all of this pain that I've been through and turn it to purpose for somebody else. But it really, I don't even know if I had those thoughts that then, right? It, it right. seemed very far-fetched, yeah. but it gave me an, a sliver of right. hope, that right. mustard seed of hope for me to yeah. start to ask for willingness. And I had also found the book, The Secret. Mm-hmm. And I remember I you know, and if you're if you're listening to this or if you listen to Erica's podcast and you're like, that's cool that you manifested your house, but like that's not possible for me or whatever it is, I understand, right? Like she was there with you too yep. before she knew about manifesting and that's why her house and manifesting blew her mind when she realized, wow, like this power is within us. Like this is, this is really cool. But then when I was reading The Secret, I thought it was all BS, right? Like I was like, these are fun ideas, but this happens for other people. These things don't happen for someone like me, you know, this God force creature that everybody talks about. If there is one that I used to believe in, forgot about me. So, but if you're there, you know what? Show me, like that would be cool. And I remember very specifically in the book, The Secret, I didn't know I was, I wasn't necessarily asking for a miracle to stop drinking, but I sure did ask for a new car. (laughs) (laughs) So so I'm reading the book, The Secret, and I very specifically did a visualization exercise, like envisioning my white Mercedes with the tan interior, driving it, seeing my hands, all the visualizations, not knowing that, you know, the science behind it yet or that I needed a miracle <laughs> for my own well-being in order to manifest the things, right? But I'm like, yeah, let's visualize cars. So I, my level of lack of belief was this. I literally wrote in the book, if I ever drive a white Mercedes one day, I'll know this shit works. Fast forward from that moment when I was on my bottom to like, I think just two years later or something, I had manifested the the Mercedes, but that's what that was like my house experience yeah. where I realized, wow, this yep. stuff really is bigger than us as far as manifesting material things. And again, how cool that the material things are cool, but why it's so awesome for you to have all of the things you want and the life you want and the life experiences is that when you have everything that you want, you're going to feel your best. You're going to act more from love and you're going to be able to be an example of what is possible for the world. So and that, yeah, and that's why it is so important for you listening to continue to feel good and live your best life and feel you have to feel the feels and you know we'll get into it. I'm sure Erica talks about that a lot, but ultimately you know, that's why I created Next Level Happy. It's how fast can we get back to our happiness? Yeah. So, of course, I went on a tangent into manifesting no, but... somehow. But, but to back to this, you asked me about my spiritual awakening. So, well, I'm manifesting. No, it's <laughs> funny because that's a perfect segue to what I want to ask you next. I remember when I first came across your page in like early 2017, I would look at you and be like, this girl is so happy every day. It doesn't look like she stresses. It doesn't look like she worries. It doesn't look like she has anxiety. And I felt like a prisoner in my own mind and body during that time. So I remember, and that's what guided me to like reach out to you and talk to you and then hang out with you because 
It, you did. You looked and embodied freedom, and that's wow. what I was seeking. How cool that you did. Yeah, that. and a ripple effect, right? That's a ripple effect, and I actually want you to share a little bit about next level happy. Yes. So, how did that come to be? What is it? Yes. So, next level happy came to be from the spiritual awakening. So, because I had visualized that card and had the willingness on my bottom to be open to miracles. I received a spiritual awakening. So that really was the first step. And I just, I really wanted to talk about that willingness to just really remind you that miracles are your birthright. Happiness is your birthright. And as long as you are willing to allow in the miracle, say it with me, I'm willing to allow in the miracle. I'm willing to see this differently. Yeah. Love that. It's going to come in. That's it. And if you're not there, a willingness to be willing. I was just going to say, it sounds like you didn't realize how open you were, but just by asking for guidance, That's it. and it could be in your darkest moments, like like Victoria was experiencing, or it could be in a moment of stress where you don't want to feel stressed or anxious anymore. Just having that moment to talk to your angels or something greater than you and being open to that support, yes. it just takes so much pressure That's off ourselves. That's how you did all of this, because whether you realized it or not, you were willing to be willing to see things differently. Yeah. You were over obsessing over your health things. Yeah. You were over feeling that way. And you saw in me the light in yourself, yeah. right? Yeah. And, let, and you were like, wait, yeah, I want exactly. that. I want that too. And now you're spreading that light and creating ripple effects, helping other people do that. How yeah. freaking cool is that? Is. So yeah, for me, the next level happy, it didn't come, definitely didn't come first, but the, the miracle did. So because I was so willing the, the story is I went to uh, I went to a psychic, Paul Saladino, uh, Hurricane Sandy. He had an appointment that opened. I was obsessed with psychic and the mediums my whole life. They would always say, oh, yeah, you have the ability. You are one. But I was so blocked off. I wasn't, I wasn't open to it. And this amazing medium tells me he was doing what I do for people, which is seeing my soul plan, yeah. seeing the possibilities, seeing my best life path and the path that I was currently on. And that's what I do for people. I see like a regular psychic, the path that you're on currently, but then with things like Kundalini, right? You're able to course correct and start to create the life that you want. I chose. Yes. And look at those soul assignments and ask yourself, well, what did this teach me? Right? What do I want? What story has the world told about myself? And, you know, who am I really? And let me start actually living my my truth and my true, I don't even want to say story, but song rather, right? Like I'm getting um, Dr. Wayne Dyer, right? Don't don't die with your music still in you. Mm -hmm. And that's, I feel like your driving force is like, and you were saying that on the last podcast, like you have that desire in you to help inspire other people and live life to the fullest. And that is how I created Next Level Happy, truly, is a lot of different experiences where I knew that the greatest thing I learned being a medium is that life is meant to be lived, that even through the healing and Mm -hmm. the ascension or whatever it is that you're going through, life is still meant to feel good, that both the, the duality right? The grief that you're in, the heartache that you're in, it is allowed to coexist with joy. Mm -hmm. And the sooner you allow some of that light and joy in when you're ready, when you're ready, you might not be ready, right? If you're in a big, in, in trauma and that's 
okay. But again, all you need is that willingness. So yeah. because I was willing, Spirit had guided me to this medium and he had an opening come up during Hurricane Sandy. And he said, all these great things are going to come into your life. Aww. But if you don't get your drinking under control, yep. none of them are going to happen for you. And I, I was like, Oof. I left, I left there and I was like, you guys, I went to this really great medium, but like he sucked because he told me I had a drinking problem and like, I totally don't. Yep. So yeah. Meanwhile, <laughs> I clearly, wow. you know, he clearly saw my best life path. And so here's how this whole situation helped me. I wanted to prove him wrong. And I said, I don't have a problem. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Mm -hmm. I don't, you know, I don't need to drink because my idea of an alcoholic was, you know, like somebody who's drinking hard alcohol every day and yeah. not functional. And so I didn't have a problem, right? right? You know, that wasn't impacting my life. So... I tried to prove him wrong by not drinking for a year. And over the course of that year, it was like every day become, oh, well, tomorrow I won't have the glass mm. of wine. Oh, tomorrow I won't have the glass of wine. And I realized over the course of trying to prove him wrong that I was never able to not have that glass of wine. And it was never a glass of wine. It was, you know, an endless bottom. And that is how I definitely know that I qualified as an alcoholic is you have the obsession, which is like I'd be at work and like making sure like how much, you know, red wine do I have left? And if I wasn't sure, I would make sure I would go out so I could definitely have enough at night because it was never just one bottle. Like one, yeah. one small bottle is like four glasses. To me, yep. that was nothing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't have a problem though. I would just be like throwing up at boot camp, you know, and I was trying to like lose weight and feel my best, not what, yep. not, not being able to figure out why I couldn't feel good, you know? Yep. So I tried to prove him wrong and I couldn't, but here's where it was really helpful. It was New Year's Eve of 2013, and I had probably one of my worst blackout nights ever, and I've had really bad ones. Every night was a blackout night, and I still to this day don't remember what happened, but what I do remember is I woke up the next day feeling the best I'd ever felt in my life, not embarrassed, just completely different how I should feel yeah. after a night of doing embarrassing Wait, things. Wait, you mean like that five minutes of happiness and freedom you prayed for? Yes. Is that what it was? Yes, it was. Wow. And thank God I got a lot more than five minutes. Wow. <laughs> it was there. I woke up with freedom. That's what it was. I woke up for the first time in my life happy, but still knowing something's off because yeah. why did I wake up at my mom's house? Who right, got me right. here? Yeah. What happened? What happened the night before? Then I went to my friend's house to try to start to piece the puzzle back together. They closed the door on me, weren't talking to me. And I want to really emphasize that part and thank them because if you are dealing with somebody who is struggling it's really, really hard to do that. But I really think that my friends shutting me out and saying, no, like we're not going to allow your toxicity in our mm -hmm. life anymore. I could cry, like really mm -hmm. helped me see, like it helped me want to do the work. So I had received the miracle and not known it that day at that point. But the fact that... Can I share something about yeah. that? Yeah. It's funny because after me and Vinny did our podcast, in hindsight, I wish I talked about that more. Like really? there were moments where I had to like, because I think sometimes people will see me, me and Vinny and think of me as like, oh, she stuck through it. 
but like sometimes there's so much power in being like, actually, no, I'm yeah. not going to be there today. Yes. And there are times where it's we hard. actually broke up and I walked away from him and we took breaks, quote unquote, whatever, because those are such powerful moments yes. and like they had to protect themselves yes. and they had to help you by doing that. Safe it's so to true. Protect it's my so true. Good energy. That's what yep. I use now. I got that from Gabby Bernstein. The universe has your back. So good. I'm safe to protect my feel good energy, and that. that's what they were doing. I mean, they yep. were also probably pissed off at me. Yeah, <laughs> you know, whatever it was. But so what that did by them saying, and I've I've told that to people. People reach out to me sometimes. What do I do about you, th- this person? Because you don't want to cut them off. You feel right. like you're tur- you're turning your your back if you're their the only light. Yeah, but you. Doing that could be the the flicker that helps them ignite that light yeah. with, within themselves, yeah. right? And also taking the pressure off of yourself, right? One of my first sponsors uh, always reminded me, you're not that powerful, which helped me a lot with manifesting because we are powerful, but there's always the the bigger presence Mm -hmm. of God. And that's why manifesting is like a dance, like Mm -hmm. humbly knowing, okay, I trust. I'm so excited for your even better plan. Exactly. Even if I don't know why you're doing it or I don't like the situation, you know what? You have a really awesome plan in, in place. And the other day I was having such a shitty day, right? I didn't even believe it when I was saying it, but you say, and then you, and then you get into the frequency yeah. and then you're like, okay, I'm back to joy. I'm back yes. in the manifestation zone. I'm there. Right. So true. Yeah. So they, they stopped talking to me and what that did was it had me start to question what's going on and it saved my life. So yeah. instead of continuing to drink, like I normally would have to just cover up oh, what's happening, you know, mm-hmm. let me just pick up again. And to continue to go down that path. Instead, I said, what a wait a minute. I actually don't want to pick up that Magnum bottle of red wine today. And I can very clearly see myself, see the bottle in the kitchen, remember what it was like looking at it. And for the first time, and I had that because of the medium psychic session I went to, yeah. I knew, oh my God, you haven't been able to have this feeling that you have right now for a year that you've been trying to. So maybe I won't actually have another glass of wine tonight. What if I see what doesn't happen? And that was a miracle. The miracle is the shift in mindset. That's how how the miracle happened. So I still thank God. I know that angels were around me that day. My higher self came down and, and literally made sure that I did not pick up that glass again. And it helped me take another inspired action step, which was I felt the urge. I didn't know it was an intuitive feeling. I didn't know that then, but I got the urge to reach out to somebody I knew uh, from college who I thought was like a crazier partier than me. And she had really gotten her shit together and had this glow to her and was so beautiful and was married and had everything that I wanted, Mm. right? And I was like, wow, okay, if she can do this, right? Like maybe I can too. Like how the heck did she do this? So I reached out to her and I was like, girl, I think I might have a problem. Can you help me? What did you do? And she's like, you know, do you want to come over? tomorrow, do you want to come to a meeting with me? And I was like, absolutely. And again, that's the willingness, right? So then I started to make sure I took action on doing the work and I made sure I went and I drove and I met with her every single week and I started doing, I call it soul work. Now, then it was, you know, my first introduction to the the AA programs and step work. Um, 
think I'm supposed to say a 12-step program. And But I like to say AA, even though technically you're not supposed to, because it did have such a transformational power on my life. And that is how I got better. The recipe for that, for anybody who needs, it's the willingness, right? And then it 90 meetings in 90 days. Yep. That's what they told me. And, yep. and yeah. Which and is I, all about like breaking a habit, recreating yes. new habits. Yes. Wow. And that's what I the... Chills. Yeah. The... The next level happy. Yeah. Um, you're able to share that yeah, now. The mastermind. Like step into that, through that. Yeah. And share it. So and it's exactly what I saw in her. And that's exactly what you've done for me. Like you were able, like I truly start to understand her slogan of next level happy because I was always a person who was grateful and happy to be living, but my anxiety just really it just crippled me. And then when I met you, it was, that's what I saw in you. And that's what you began to share with me. And it was just, it was just freedom, exactly how you described it. And another really cool thing that was so aligned um, was that Victoria studied, actually she studied perfect health. And that's exactly what I needed help with. I needed to be able to understand that I'm in perfect health, that nothing is wrong with me and that I could be perfectly happy every day and be grateful for my health instead of thinking that I needed to um, worry about it in order to have control over it. So that was um, just so divine that that's something you studied and you're able to share so much with me about it. I love you're obsessed with it. It makes me so happy. And you've been like my biggest cheerleader about it from the beginning yeah you're such a blessing so I should also share that at the same time that Erica found me I also we were a match so I had at the same time set intention and prayed in my journal for cool spiritual friends yes <laughs> yes I love it right so even though you, you it's were, so it happened like this is so real yes. you know it's so real so you at the time right were I think we hadn't even met yet you were probably just starting to plan your wedding or whatever was going on and I was praying for you know for for spiritual friends and the universe already knew your path right the future version yeah. of you back then yeah. and was like okay let's get these two <laughs> together, together. <laughs> <laughs> literally and that's how like we were we were so connected but never knew each other until we did and it was it was divine timing like i was supposed to meet you then we were supposed to come together then um, it's just so powerful a million a million percent so as as i had this miracle experience and I knew it was a true miracle experience because I had tried for a year on my own. I started receiving these downloads of making my soul plan and I had the same reservations, right? That you probably did at the beginning when you met me where I was like, whoa, like I was having clear memories of choosing my physical body, choosing the hard things I would go through, choosing my parents, choosing to really out their things, choosing to come to earth. Yeah. Uh, having every single person that I've ever known in life who has crossed over to the other side come through very vividly, yeah. very vividly wow. to me, giving very clear messages. And I'm, because I was a clear channel, because I did this step work, because I had started to clear all of those blocks within me. So I had opened back up to my spiritual abilities, which we all have access to, right? And 
Yeah, and that's when everything really started to get a little wild for yeah. me because as <laughs> I, I started to have these experiences, I was like, okay, either I am now, you know, alcoholic and crazy <laughs> or, <laughs> or I'm going to help a lot of people. So yeah. it's really hoping it was the second one, yeah. but, I, yeah. but I truly wasn't sure. So what it did for me, my, my spiritual journey was it set me on this path where I was determined to pretty much like debunk it all. One of my mm-hmm. first, um, Reiki masters, Sharon Boder actually said she called it. She was like, you're going to debunk it because I knew other people right? Like me, who, even if they were open, I knew at that point what I was experiencing was real, that energy healing was real. Mm -hmm. I had started to study Reiki, all of the things. I was going to any, um, you know, soul plan advisor or credible medium I could to study it. Watching, I went to watch, you know, John Edwards. I would go to Pat Longo, the Long Island medium, because I wanted to understand what the heck was happening to me. And throughout that process, I kind of reached a point where I was like, all right, angels are cool. I love you guys so much. Energy healing is cool. But I needed more. And I knew that people who didn't believe to the extent that I used to not believe, right? Because my dad was a quadriplegic. I had prayed for miracles my whole life. Didn't get it. And at the time that I became sober and had this spiritual awakening, remember my soul plan, I was currently working doing fundraising for Cohen Children's Medical Center that I still love. It has such a special place in my heart and Children's Miracle Network Hospital. So I would be at times, you know, going and experiencing the pediatric, you know, hemonc unit, watching kids going through, you know, these cancer treatments, watching, you know, the heartbreak their parents were going through. And this was the time I wanted to start teaching manifesting and you can create anything in your life. But I had this burning, how do I explain it to to these people? How do I explain it to the old version of Victoria who just can't believe this, right? So I became absolutely obsessed with studying the science behind it. And I was very guided to to two people. I was guided to Dr. Deepak Chopra. I was also guided to the universe put me at Robin Euclid's go with your gut. It was all about the gut health I started mm. to be guided to. And then also, of course, uh, Gabby Bernstein. And I feel guided to share little things just to remind people that like it's all intention. Like I hit my knees. Yeah. I knew when I got sober, when I went through step work, it was a feeling. It was a crazy feeling. So if you have a crazy feeling, trust that gut feeling like Erica did and run with it above yeah. all logic because yeah. that is your truth. It's so true. And like I share this all the time, but I'm, I was always like a bug out. Like I would never really do drugs or take anything because I don't like an altered state. And when I first started practicing Kundalini, you get to this altered space and I'll never forget. I filmed it the day I started my body started moving involuntarily and, and I sent so it cool. straight to you. I sent I'm like, she's not going to believe this, but of course she's experienced it and believes it. <laughs> so, and what, what the reason why I'm bringing that up is because when you get that feeling, when you experience something different, your intuition becomes so loud in those moments. And honestly, if my intuition didn't scream at me, I probably would have stopped because the intensity of like what I was feeling, but it was like, no, Erica, you have to keep going. You are destined to do this for whatever reason you're unlocking something, keep going. And it's so true. Like 
tapping into that and just following that voice is so powerful. And, and it hard. just becomes louder and clearer. It, can it be, is hard. It can, it can be. be hard. You learn how to make it easy. It's so true. It's right. so true. And I think Kundalini gave me that first experience of what my intuition is. Like it was, it was, it was mind blowing. So with studying about perfect health. So that's when I started studying. Yeah. So like you, you taught me so much about that. You gave me mantras that helped me with perfect health, but then you also introduced me to Ayurveda yes. and you had me take this quiz yes. and I learned a lot about myself because sometimes if you've ever, I mean, I literally blocked out three hours for this podcast <laughs> because when Tori and I get together, we both have a little bit of a vata imbalance. If you couldn't already tell, we are just like out there in the sky, flying high. We could talk for, we're full of air. We could talk and talk and talk for hours. And I, you started to make that more clear to me. And like, at times I think like, I'll, I'll, I'll ask myself, like, do I have an attention disorder or is it my vata imbalance? Like it could it's interesting because everything is energy and like literally like that's what that could be and then you started to teach me that like accord you actually after i took my quiz there's a suggested diet of what to follow for your dosha she's going to tell you what a dosha is and like what vata is and these these different words that i might be saying right now that you're not familiar with but but they feel them yeah i didn't understand what deepak was saying when i first went to the chopra center I took a leap. I quit my job, which was crazy enough in 2016, but I I felt that urge, like you're supposed to study this and you have to be at this event. And at the same time, like you, I was not happy. I knew that there was more for me and it kind of made sense for me um, to go and to do that. But at the time, I couldn't even pronounce Ayurveda. Right? Like, you were just meant to be there. But don't you also think, haven't you experienced that, like, your soul knows this stuff? I went for yoga and actually cried. I had, like, a whole, I was at Journey into Healing, made prerequisites for the certification, which, if you are feeling like you're interested, definitely reach out to me so I can hook you up with one of my friends at the Chopra Center for your certification. And because of this, so this was my driving force even back then. I didn't understand necessarily what Deepak or the other teachers were saying. I could feel it. And then something really crazy happened when I went to a radical well-being event uh, with Danielle Posa and Deepak Chopra, where they informed me of this and it changed my whole life. And I believe it was the same for you with me which like when you were guided and you heard this and you're like wow this is possible this is what i'm supposed to do it's that change is possible that world peace literally is possible Mm -hmm. that if we get one billion people meditating that they did the math i'm not a quantum physicist but literally if we get one billion people meditating which is roughly enough people to fill the continent of india the world will know peace. Like we will literally shift the consciousness of the world back to love. Like how cool is that? We just need 1 billion people. So share this podcast. We need everybody. (laughs) So that was the the quote at ABC Home that changed me forever. It said, if we're going to change everything, we're going to need everyone. Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's incredible. I love that so much. Mm -hmm. Deepak with the wisdom. So tell us a little bit about Ayurveda, the yes. doshas, yes. and 
what we could do to balance them. Yes. Because lately, I don't know about you, but lately I've been a bad girl. I've been eating a lot of raw food, which I love, but for my dosha, it's actually not optimal. Mm-hmm. And I, I've been a little, um, what looks like, you know, inattentive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I think that you are really good because I think like even more important than a label of something like Kundalini or Ayurveda it's just listening to your intuition. Totally. So, and you intuitively Absolutely. It's eat, so true. And you educate yourself on it. And, and then I, I make shifts according. And I really think totally. that that's the best way. Like, even though technically it says, so a vata, I'll break down dosha, vata is, is space and air. And it says technically that, you, you know, if you eat raw, that your body isn't going to digest it properly, which is true but but sometimes not like you really have to listen to yourself and what and what you need like sometimes i need a green juice raw and that's going to make me you know feel the best but when you do slightly cook the vegetables and stuff it is more optimal for digestion when i first went vegan i was doing all raw because you know I mean, there's a bunch of videos that could tell you it heals everything. I was on this mission to perfect health. So I was doing all raw. My gut was a disaster. So it makes sense for me. But now I found the balance. Like I'll add in some cooked vegetables into my salads if I'm craving those fresh greens. So from what I understand, doshas are Mm -hmm. elements. Like we have all these elements within us, correct? We are made of the same elements of nature. So Ayurveda, how I was taught it, is Ayurveda is a consciousness-based system of healing. It's an ancient, over 4,000-year-old consciousness-based system of healing. Even Chinese medicine Mm -hmm. was derived from Ayurveda. So that's what I loved about it was that it's the OG of everything. Like yoga was created from the Vedas, like the original like, you know, downloaded transcripts, you know, that were channeled. So I love it because it's, you know, even when they didn't have science, you know, these teachings were proven to work. So it's a consciousness-based system of healing, and it teaches us that we are made of the elements of nature. But before I go into what a dosha is and how that works and the the doshic types, I feel like the easiest way to to understand Ayurveda, and this is how I've I've come to understand it or teach it more simple, is that it teaches us that our natural state is perfect health. I love that. Amen. Mm -hmm. Our natural state is perfect health. Say it. (laughs) Breathe it in. (sighs) I love that. Literally, breathe in perfect health on a cellular level, exhale it out because our cells are constantly changing. So I loved learning about that at the Chopra Center that literally like our stomach lining recreates itself every, I don't know exactly every 30 days, but literally like our, our cells are always regenerating regenerating themselves and through our breath and through different techniques. I was just going to say the body wants to be in balance. The body wants to be healthy and the world and, and the world. And we've been forced (laughs) or encouraged to look outside of ourselves yes and this helps us to look more within ourselves and into nature exactly that's it and remember that natural state so the same way the reason we say we're made of nature is the same way that the flowers don't try to bloom the Mm -hmm. same way the birds don't try to fly your fingernails and hair don't try to grow right that is the ever 
present power of, of nature and it's wow. infinite abundance, right? The universe is proven to be constantly expanding. Now I'm like yeah. so interested in like the multi-universe theory because it matches more of like what the downloads I've received. But like, it's just wow. so interesting. Let's talk about those later. I know, right? <laughs> so it's so, there There literally are, are infinite possibilities. It, it's so expansive, but it all comes down to this, you guys. What Ayurveda teaches us our natural state is not just to be in perfect health, our natural state is for me, this was the big one because I always felt lack of love and people would say, Mm -hmm. just love yourself. I'd be like, what the F are you talking about? I do love myself. Like you're so annoying. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what what do you mean? But it has, it allows you to remember that your natural state is to always feel that divine love, to remember that you're not alone and it helps you to come back to that inner peace that inner calm because feeling bliss feeling good receiving everything that you want in life endless amount of money right like the universe wants every single person to be in overflow wants every Mm -hmm. single person to being their best self and it's just the limiting beliefs that we've learned through our experience on earth that has us believe otherwise. And then whatever you believe is going to manifest. So, and I think we've both learned that like by being in that abundant state of self-love of gratitude, of healing, look what we've been able to do instead of sitting home and battling ourselves every day. Like we used to, we're able to help so many other lives because of that. And that makes perfect sense to me because when you are in that state of love and in that state of peace and in that state of abundance, you are able to be more generous with your energy. You're yes. able to create the ripple effects that the world needs. We're able to reach a billion people yes. so that we could reach that state of peace that we all so desperately need yes. in the outside world. And I'm being guided to share this, so I will, because I had this question and I feel like it will help someone. So at, at the Chopra Center, right, I've sat in many lectures listening to Deepak, which I'm so grateful for. And you can listen to him or all these amazing teachers speak, you know, in all these scientific terms. But at the end of the day, guess what? You know, all these mathematical equations, yeah. all of these big words, guess what it all boils down to? Love. Literally. Love Literally. is the answer. Like, you know, the Beatles got it so yeah. right. Because all like, yeah. So true. It all comes, Literally. Back, comes back to love and Somebody asked once, right, well, what does that mean that if we have one billion people meditating, the world will know peace? Like, what would that ultimately look like? And I love Roger Gabriel um, shared from the Chopra Center, a great meditation teacher, that it would be literally like instead of when there are these horrible things that happen in the world, like shootings, right? Like instead of that person making the free will choice to, to do that, right? that this, the, all the growth assignments don't have to manifest mm. that way. Mm-hmm. But the person who is maybe going to take the action not from love will feel the love from the consciousness around and not take that negative action. Does that make sense? It does. And it also, like, I think about the world and when you first started this journey and when I first started this journey, like, no, a lot of people weren't meditating. We weren't at that, like, collective consciousness mm-hmm. to tap into this. We really, like, put ourselves out there and yeah. looked a little woo-woo for quite some time. <laughs> and then, like, in the last few years, people are like, oh, what are you guys talking about? This sounds approachable <laughs> now, you know? Yeah. So it does make sense because I, I also look at it as almost like choosing a different timeline. If we elevate the frequency 
on the earth, that person Mm -hmm. won't think they have to deal with their problems that way. Just like we deal with our problems in a different way than our parents might or our grandparents might because we're literally evolving. Yes. And we're changing that pattern. I'm chill. Exactly. So that makes perfect sense. I love I it. love that. And that was like, yeah, that was definitely a golden nugget that needed to be shared. But yes. now I'm going to ask my question again. Yeah, the doshas. <laughs> yeah, and the, and, and the elements. Yes. Because that was so nice. And then I, I want to like, you know me. I love all like the nerdy let's, scientific let's details. Break it down. And I love all the specifics. Well, I gave you all of the breakdowns in your perfect health books. You have them there. Yes, so you can, I can't you, wait. You can geek out on it. You can that. go over. So... Your dosha, right, is your current mind-body makeup. We're all born with a specific mind-body makeup, Mm. right, that we have that is our natural state of balance, Mm. okay? And then we have our current state, which is known as our vikruti. So your doshic state when you're born is known as your prakruti. You're perfectly imbalanced when you're born. That's Yeah, that's when you're in in, in balance. Well, it depends. So this is why I why I love teaching soul plans and I love helping people understand that because there are question marks, right? Like there, there, and that's what I learned at, you know, when I worked in the Hemong unit, I had a lot of questions about that, but yes, for the most part, we are born, right? We are completely, you know, maybe besides for some karma in these natural states where our chakras look like these clean mirrors. And so your Prakruti, it's it's different, but if you want to compare it to, if you're familiar with astrology, that might be helpful. You can think of it like that, like mm-hmm. the same way somebody would channel for you your- Birth chart. Right. Gotcha. The, the map of where the stars were in the sky mm-hmm. at the exact moment of your birth and how the planets were aligned and how that makes up who you are. This is just like a different way okay. of, of doing it. Yeah. Same way how I channel soul plans is a different way of doing it. Right. So the I like the Ayurveda and the Doshik for the same reasons you do. It takes the woo-woo of the, the soul plan stuff and it kind of makes it more tangible with more proven methods for people to understand. Gotcha. So that that's, and that's why I studied it because I knew that people would gravitate towards that just as, just as I needed to. And so the doshik, it's the, the state, your, the different combination of the elements, right? So the different doshic types are, and we all have all of the doshic types mm-hmm. within us. So there's only three. So don't worry, we're not going to be here forever. There's there's three types, and everybody has a little bit of all of them in it. And then there's five elements that make up the doshic, gotcha. the, the doshic types, right? So we're made of the same elements of nature, and then all of those elements have different characteristics. So the more familiar that you become with, okay, the Vata Dosha is made up of space and air, right? Mm -hmm. So as I'm speaking, right, I'm noticing my mouth is getting dry. What quality does space and air have? Dryness, Mm -hmm. right? So if you're or sometimes like burping, right? And clearing. That's good for clearing. Yeah. That's good for clearing. Yeah. Like any any negative energy or whatever it is, mm-hmm. or it brings you back to your natural state gotcha. is probably why you like that. You can probably feel yourself like coming back. But yeah, extra air. Yeah, extra air. Yeah, extra air right. releasing. So it brings you back to uh, to your natural state. So then there's 
the mind composition and then the body, right? right? So since I'm already speaking about Vata and I'll go through the different ones, we're just going to stay on this for a minute. So the Vata dosha, there's Vata, Kapha, and Pitta. Mm -hmm. Vata dosha is made up of space and air. And the five elements, it's space, air, earth, water, and fire, Mm -hmm. right? And so if you're familiar with the elements that make up vata, you're going to be able to identify the way that you are, are more familiar with now noticing, well, how does, how do I know if I'm having a vata imbalance? And then how do I, it's called pacifying the, the imbalance. How do I come back into, into balance? And that's, this is why I created Ayurvedic alchemy to make all of it like much more simpler for people because my experience with it, and again, this might not be everyone's, but my experience was that it was a lot. And I also wasn't so interested in in the nutrition part, which is more people are familiar with Ayurveda for that part with with balancing the the food. Whereas I more gravitated towards it because the science and because I love how it teaches us that we can transform the energy of our of our body right and like literally like do these tangible things that intuitively we can return to our natural state of balance so every day it's kind of like well how am i feeling what do i need what elements are kind of flaring up in my mind and in my body and how can i pacify them to come back into my natural state of balance does that make like a little more sense definitely yeah and I so, feel like the symptoms that I experience as having a little bit of a vata imbalance is like in the mind, that inattentiveness, ADD, sometimes literally feeling like I'm not even here. Like I'll have a conversation with someone and I'll leave. And like, there's been times where I forget where I parked my car because I literally just went somewhere else. Yeah. Literally. Because you channel yourself. So, yeah. That's another you're thing. You're so open and you're vata, <laughs> yeah. but thank goodness you have the Kundalini and you come back and to your body literally was just going to say that because the other physical the other physical um symptom i would have a lot was really poor circulation very cold toes and hands yeah i know that's a sign yes what are some other signs of like a mind and body imbalance you don't have to go through all them but just like give us two maybe i'll I'll go through them briefly so wait just for vata though for people just for vata and i'll go through the other ones too quickly but just since we're talking about vata already the different doshu types also have different um, physical characteristics. Yeah. So a, a physical Vata body type is someone like Kendall Jenner, right? Like I'll look at somebody like Kendall Jenner. She's just a good example, like a supermodel, like tall, thin, right? Like a mm. um, lot of space and air going yeah. on in there. An example of a Pitta body type and Pitta is, it's mostly fire. There is a little bit of water in there, but it is mostly fire. And so um, somebody, uh, an example of a Pitta body would be like someone sporty, like a tennis player okay. or someone like, like I more feel, athletic. Build. I feel like, yeah, like, like a solid, like a combo, like you're a great I combo. Am, I'm a ver- my numbers are like very close. Yeah. So the Pitta and Vata are very, very, very close. Yeah. You're definitely, yeah. Vata Pitta for yep. for sure. And then like how it comes into play is like, so I'm Vata Pitta too, but then why I would want to know my Vakruti, right, is because lately I was doing an, a lot of emotional clearing and I felt like I was having a, a Kapha imbalance in the mind. And Kapha is earth and water. So think of the, the elements of earth and water when they're mixed together, it's heavier, right? So a Kapha mind imbalance is 
is like feeling depressed, right? And then there's things you can do like uplifting music, like different things to bring the doshic state back into balance. So just to go back to Vata, since we like Vata and we're there. So Vata is um, space and air and a Vata imbalance in the mind is ADD, right? That's what I have where million thoughts going on, you know, you get easily distracted, Mm -hmm. but it's also great for entrepreneurs and creatives because you get great ideas. So many ideas. Yeah. So many ideas. (laughs) I love that. But then you got to balance yourself, reel it in so you can take action. So you do a great job of that million percent. And so then, uh, Vata. Oh, so an imbalance in the body would be, hello guys, when I know you've experienced this, when you travel, if you've flown in an airplane, it's extra dry up there in all of the space. What's Mm. something that might happen to you? When you travel, you might get a little constipated. Okay, yeah. We're going to talk about that it. That used to be a problem <laughs> That's for me. a body imbalance. My whole life. And then now it's totally not a problem. Because you're Things in balance. Things are moving. Because you're <laughs> yeah. balanced and you're di- I saw it so your, clearly your when I started living this life. Your is so good. So yeah. that's also why another great way to simplify all of this for people is I was drawn to gut health, right? Mm-hmm. Because a lot my takeaway from studying Ayurveda was, whoa, our our gut microbiome has the same receptors as our brain and literally like so there's a different ways to it my path was clearing the energy blocks clearing the limiting beliefs right but you could also have spiritual awakenings right approaching it from the gut first totally and come into balance that way and find happiness that way so you know there's all different ways so that's really cool it's all about keeping your digestive fire great which is why like ginger is awesome to consume daily to kindle that because it will keep your gut fire strong but it won't spike up the fire in the in pittas, right? So if you're a pitadoshic type, which how you know you're a pitadoshic type? Can I tell yeah. say one more thing yeah. before you go into that? Yeah. I love my favorite things about your Instagram stories are like how you mention your imbalances and what you're specifically doing to bring them back into balance. Because you know me, like my life. Uh, path is really about like healing not only through meditation but foods and that we have the power to heal ourselves and I love when you do that you're always bringing ginger in I feel like I should do that more because I didn't realize I was even doing that oh yeah because it's like it's a divine expression of yours like it just you embody it so you don't realize because that's what I love to say on my path I had such a struggle with understanding and how do I implement now all of these amazing tools that I learned. I had another spiritual awakening when I got certified, when I was studying Ayurveda, because I was like, all of the tools I received sent me into another spiral where I was just like, you what? Are, you, I mean, <laughs> you just received so much information on your own and through your studies. So. That, that, but guess why that happened? That's when I created Ayurvedic alchemy. Right. So I was like, yeah. okay, people need something more practical. People need something tangible. And I had already received the download Ayurvedic alchemy, but it was like, oh, this is this is what it is. This right. is what we're doing. We're going to make this tangible for people. For people to understand. Yes, totally. e- exactly. And just in case you're listening to this and you're like, how do I do this? How do I balance my dosha? Great news if you're part of Erica's Evolve Exclusive because you're already doing it. Yeah. Because there's a shortcut 
which is balancing the vata dosha, which which we'll get to. Because if you balance the vata dosha that we were just talking about, that space in Eric's loophole, it balances all the dosha types. Don't you feel like Kundalini is a shortcut for everything? I do. <laughs> okay, so going back to doshas. Going back to doshas. We're up to pitta. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so this, this helps you stay in your natural state of balance if you are going through right. that wild ascension process. Right. Or sometimes in spirituality, they call it like a dark night of the soul, yeah. which is, when all of the trauma comes up or some people will, you know, do ceremonies using medicinal medicines to have it all, you know, come up. But it's clear, the sooner you clear all of those things that you've been pushing down your whole life, all of those old stories, limiting beliefs, the sooner you're free. But it's it's going to be when you're ready. And totally. that's what I find is divine time. It's like your soul makes you a plan, but it all happens in divine time. So maybe this is the divine time for you guys with doshic types. So the vata, space, and air, an imbalance in the mind is going to be that ADD. How you're going to bring that into balance, right? is what I find the best thing is actually the way that you balance all of the doshas, which is what you're doing in the Evolve Exclusive, which is a daily meditation practice that works for you. Because when you have routine, Mm. it is the routine that balances the vata dosha. I feel that so deeply. It balances it so good. Like I, for me personally, I've just found that like this is the way. So the way that it became easier for me was and I received a clear download and that's when I created my programs, which is like when you have that routine in place, when you're actually going to implement, right? Like if you don't like emotional freedom tapping or if you don't like meditation or kundalini, maybe you're into angel cards, maybe you're not, maybe you want to just do a gratitude journal, but like start somewhere with that routine and let it, let it catch a momentum I love that. for yourself, right? So if you balance your, if you show up for yourself with a spiritual routine, you will naturally stay in balance pretty mm-hmm. well. Like I think that that really Definitely. is one of the the strongest ways because your meditation practice will keep you in your natural state. And I didn't touch on this. So Ayurveda, the recipe for Ayurveda in general, it teaches that it suggests rather 20 minutes of meditation in the morning, 20 minutes of meditation at night, some yoga stretches in the morning, a little bit of cardio, and eating a prana-rich diet, which is the vegetables, right? And all of the foods that have that life source energy in it. So think foods grown from the earth, foods, I learned it, foods color of the rainbow. But then you'll have some issues come into play, like Erica was bringing up, where maybe you're, you know, if you're, oh, prana food, I love it, I'm feeling so good. But then your digestive gut, I feel like even I feel like you had a strong digestive gut when you were consuming it. The stronger a digestive gut is, the more nutrients you're gonna be able to extract yeah. from whatever it is that you're you're eating to turn it into energy. So I feel like that that was fine. I honestly think that you were just supposed to learn how to balance it to teach it totally. to other people, yeah. like really and truly. Because I'm so interested. In yes, yeah. yeah, really and truly. I believe that 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 that's what it is, and. Yeah. And then so an imbalance in the body is something, you know, one example would be, you know, constipation. And again, the way that you would balance that, I think a good thing is actually incorporating like a little bit of oil is good. Like some people think Mm. that they should eliminate like all oils from their diet. I don't necessarily, Ayurveda actually suggests a little bit of ghee. Yeah. I was just going to say ghee is huge in the yogic tradition. Yes. But if you don't eat 
um, animal products, right? A good substitution. So Hara Rose teaches a lot. Um, coconut oil. Like yeah, there's... they make a vegetarian ghee now or a vegan oh, really? ghee at uh, Trader Joe's, which has coconut oil, avocado oil, a combination. Oh, that's yeah. so exciting. I'll have to yeah. try that one because I've yeah. been using the regular and I'm like kind of like shying away from it. Like I didn't really enjoy it. It's, it's taste so much, but it, yeah. what it does is the ghee, I've noticed it's the same thing as there's a technique in Ayurveda called Abhyanga where you do self-massage or use oil on the body. And it's kind of like the same idea as oil pulling in the mouth where it removes the toxins, right? So it's like, I'll do that work in, um, in soul Boot Camp and like the next level happy mastermind, like taking people through it on paper. But yeah. like, there's so many ways you could use Ayurvedic lifestyle. And if you're living an Ayurvedic lifestyle, it naturally keeps you in your natural state of perfect health. It, you, you'll naturally stay in balance, oh, cool. right? So again, the recipe was the 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes at night of meditation. It's the routine, yep. right? So that's why if you're in the Valve Exclusive, you're already doing it, Yay. right? You have it. And do you have any more questions about Vata before no. we go? No, okay. I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm excited about Pitta. Okay, we'll do, yeah. pit, we'll do Pitta and Kava really quick. So Pitta imbalance, you're definitely Pitta too though, yes, because you're very, your business comes super natural to you. You're A-type, meaning you're like on time. You're, you're I don't good think I'm stuff. A-type, but thank you. Well, <laughs> in, in, in the sense of like, Having your shit together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got my being shit good together. at being good at what you do. <laughs> Thank e- you. Executing things. Yeah. Okay. A million percent. They're the 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 go getters, the one who but like a true pitta is like um like Sean's a pitta, always on time, like need to know, you know, like yes. the next step, like everything like planned out. Like that's very, very pitta personality. Whereas I am not, you know, I strive to be more on time and all, you know, all of those things, but I'm not <laughs> exactly that, that, that pitta. I'm pit- my pitta comes into play, unfortunately, when I have a pitta imbalance, which is I could get a little aggressive sometimes. And then I know stay away from the hot food. Okay. <laughs> the hot foods will also cause internally like um, a body pitta imbalance could look like heartburn, like a lot of people, you know, think like heartburns, you know, just cost of the food, but there's a lot involved there. It's really excess fire, right? That's going on in the in the mind and body excess heat. The whole world right now is actually in a pit of imbalance. Is what's happening? Sounds right. Yeah, that's what, that's what's going on. Sounds we're correct. Co- we're coming back into balance. Yeah, yeah. And so it, it's like fiery, very fiery. Okay, very fiery. Like when I I know if I'm being short tempered. Whoa, girl, sit down. You're having a pit of imbalance. Yeah, like, I can get that way too. Yeah, so I I could definitely you're tap like, into that pit at times. And all of a sudden oh, you like yeah. see red and you're like, who the hell is that? Yeah came over me yeah that's <laughs> where did what, that come from that's what i know that's why i love tulsi tea because tulsi tea is holy basil foods like basil and mint are super cooling okay. and will balance you nice and for if you're like me i at first like poo-pooed this stuff because i have a very addictive mindset as an alcoholic and i was very like i mean i was on antidepressants and i used to have to take so much xanax thank goodness i'm off of everything now and I'm all about using all of the tools that you need to to come yeah. back in into into balance. But I forgot what I was even just saying because that's vata. No, just you about pizza. About just what, how you could like get angry and super fiery from that. You can get angry and and super fiery from from stuff, but it also 
it's good. It helps you. Oh, this is what I was saying. So from somebody who used to take antidepressants and anti-anxiety medication, I was like, there's no way an herb, like there is no way basil or mint, a little bit of mint in my smoothie is going to cool me down. Like I was like, exactly. It was my reaction. Like I was like looking at everybody yeah. at the Chopra Center like, like yeah. Oh, y'all are funny. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I'm going to in and out. Like, yeah. you know, like I had a lot of questions. You're so funny. <laughs> I feel like this whole lifestyle and practice helps you to tap into the subtleties. Yes. And you become like, yes, if you tell someone who's doing um, you know, who's who's taking medication like you are, like that their mint is going to calm them down. Like that. It's hard to believe. <laughs> it's hard to believe. And guess what? They might not be there yet. They might I'm not right. need that. that was just me. like you said. Like they might need what they're taking. And eventually, as you <laughs> open up more. You need more than mint. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Kundalini is like the potent stuff. But as uh, Russell Brown would work. say, it's the crack cocaine. It is. It's like, bam. It really is. It opens you up to those subtleties, though. And eventually, those herbs can work for you. But... You know, at that point, it's just, you may not be there yet. I didn't and that's think, okay. Right. And as soon as I opened up, I started to, I did start to feel it. As soon as I started to open up to the possibility, yeah. like I started to feel, oh, wow, that actually did really help and me. That's freaking interesting. Also though, the placebo effect. I think yes. the placebo effect is like 50% effective or like pretty wild, maybe even more. They they say the percentage in the heel documentary. I forget what it is, but it was mind blowing. And I hate how we like poo-poo the placebo effect because it's like, if you just say like, oh, it's just the placebo, like what you're saying is, oh, I'm not that powerful or like, oh, I'm so powerful that like, yeah, whatever. Like, hello, placebo, oh, like placebo is you being so effing powerful like, let's just hear it for that. But the reason why I'm saying that yes. is like, if I want to know the healing benefits of everything before I consume it, because by knowing it, it's going to activate that within yes. you. So if I'm adding mint to my smoothie, because it's going to cool me down, it's going to make me feel grounded and calm. Mm-hmm. And I'm drinking it with that intention. I'm going to experience that. Yes. Like, a million percent. But how cool that there is the science behind exactly. it. That, show, that shows yeah. you how it works. And just since you brought up the heel documentary, because so powerful, it is so powerful. I, this is a, is a really cool example of the power of the mind that I'm being guided to share, which is, it was a kind of like a really powerful moment in my own healing journey was watching the heel documentary and which is everybody should watch yeah. that a million percent. And there is one story on there, I don't know if you remember, about a quadriplegic. Yeah. I was very fascinated because he my dad also is a quadriplegic. And the example in the documentary, he had the same surgery as my dad and he walked again and my dad different didn't. But different life paths and the soul plans definitely came into play here. But I was so fascinated by this example because do you want to know what the difference is? The difference was this guy knew about what we're teaching. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He knew about the power of new possibilities and energy and like all of that, that healing work. Right. But I also believe, I also believe that everything is in divine order. So even if my dad had had those tools or been open to it, I don't know if his path would have been any, any different. Right. But how cool that people can look at that. I'm just obsessed with it. And like how that mindset shift can create such huge 
miracles. And it builds such faith, and the faith is what drives a miracle because you believe. Yeah. Goosebumps. Yes. Okay. Anything else you want to add about pitta? Nope. That um the other physical reaction besides heartburn is breakouts. If you have acne, right? If you start to get acne flare-ups, like when I have acne, yes, hormonal, but I'll know immediately if my or rashes. Um, if you get a little itchy, like I'll get this itch on my my oh, arm so or rash. It's all Pitta imbalances. Because I used to get so itchy. If you think you have an, a that's lot so of, crazy. and this stuff gets a little controversial, but like I, I've come to learn that like autoimmune yeah. stuff, arthritis, a lot of it, it really can. It's just balancing the Could dosha. Could It's just balancing the dosha. Wow. Usually, like it's, it's really crazy. Most stuff is stress related, like fibromyalgia, like a lot of things mm-hmm. that people, um, you know, are suffering from. Are I, I also think it is part of people's soul plans, like overcome totally. it. But if you yeah. are, do you have something and you're feeling hopeless, like just be open to to the possibility that you can return to perfect health, that that is your natural state. That. Yeah, and you can literally breathe it into existence. How cool is that? So, that's so true. Yeah, that's a pitta. A healthy pitta is, you know, organized. I feel like you're a good example of like a healthy organized pitta like you have a good balance i feel of living in your divine feminine energy but still using the masculine to get things done which is important and not you don't want to keep going 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 doing 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 because you'll burn out right we want to stay in perfect health and the more you describe this the more i feel like in the past i was way more tapped into that pitta energy like to yeah and now it has come back into balance and we have you know this whole lifestyle to thank for that I created in the next level happy like masterminds like literally why I created it was it was for myself and I'm going to share with you one of the biggest after two of the biggest ones I had to in instill was I'm safe to slow down Mm. and I had to repeat that to myself literally I still do and it took years and it felt really unnatural at first but it's affirming I am safe to slow down when I rest and slow down I get even more done. And when you start to feel how that works, how the law of least effort works in your life, oh my gosh, right? Like, you know, it's magic. It's It's that feeling of of tapping into magic. It's you allow the pure potential energy back in and you're not wasting energy on, you know, all of, on spinning. Doing, 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 rather than flowing. And spinning the wheels. Exactly. So it's really cool stuff. I love that. Yeah, and then... Um, so pitta again was the fire with a little bit of water and then kapha, the third doshic type is made up of earth and water. So again, think about like the qualities of earth and then water. And then when you combine them, it makes like that, like heavy mud. So like an example of a kapha type, I always use Oprah. Oprah is a great example of a kapha doshic type. And they're usually, um, like very like more like nurturing and very grounded and centered. So I feel like I want to give a kappa a hug. Exactly. That right. like just made me want to hug somebody. You, and you feel yeah. their hug. Yeah. Even if they're not hugging you. Yeah. I just did. Thanks, Oprah, for that <laughs> Isn't hug. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Isn't that so good? Wow. Yes. I love that. Yes. Do you know who I also think is a kappa? Based off that, Jade, our friend Jade. I should have her on the oh, podcast, too. Oh, I love too, that. Just because percent. she feels like a hug. I wonder if she is. Oh, I feel like she's a good tri-doshic. 
person, a good Probably. combination of all yeah. of them. Because she definitely is, but she's definitely Kava. Like grounded. Also like, Vata. Yeah, I'm curious yeah. what hers is. I wouldn't be surprised if she's like an even combo and for sure leading with the Kava. She's right. a great example of a grounded yeah. A grounded kapha, a million totally. percent. I love that. Yeah. Yes. So is. what does an imbalance look like there? So an imbalance with kapha would look like, in the mind, it looks like depression. So for most of my life, even though my natural, uh, my prakruti, the dosha type I was born with, is vata pitta, um, when I used to be massively depressed, you know, and I took a doshic quiz, it would probably come up that I had mostly a kapha um, imbalance going on in my mind. And then at times, because we store things in the body, a kapha imbalance in the body will look like if if you're overweight, like usually, okay. like just holding on to heaviness. I've spoken to you about that before when yeah. I feel like I'm holding on to things in my yeah. stomach. I'm like, yeah. I need to release I, these emotions. I, was. I totally I'm like, was. I need to I think release these That was emotions. last year we felt that way, that we were holding on to yes. a lot. I think that was like post, I mean, post-COVID. I say that loosely yes. because I don't know if we are post-COVID, but you know, like after 2020, I feel like we were, we both felt that energy like in our belly that we were <sighs> holding a lot because yeah. we were all and still are we still right now like i'm just gonna say it like can we rip that band-aid off just really quick it's fine we're all experiencing trauma right yeah. now to some extent if you are turning on the tv or putting on you know going on social media even if you have a beautifully um i know that we have feeds where we literally have it so it's positivity yeah. but even yeah. if you do there's stuff you're gonna see that Definitely. might you know activate you or if, you know if you're can use the word trigger, right? Make you feel some kind of way. And it's important to protect your energy more than ever and and not shut it out, but like listen to what you need because yeah. you have to take care of, of yourself and staying in this negative, you know, depressive mindset constantly only speaking and seeing it is, it's hard. Sean will, you know, tell me stuff or I'll see things here or there to keep myself aware of, right. of what's happening. And, you know, I've, said, please don't. Like sometimes I have to protect my energy because I'm doing my own healing work yep. and it's it's a it's a lot. And we're know? trying to hold that higher frequency for the collective, which what we believe is healing and elevating so that we can ascend yeah. from the realities in a sense yes. of what we're seeing in the here and now. And, and not that we're not in reality, we're just um visualizing that world peace. I guess yeah. And that higher that higher consciousness plan and hope. Yes, because if everybody, if we had that, you know, the one billion people and we will and it will be so great and how awesome that we don't even need one billion people to make right. a miracle, that the miracle is happening right now. Yeah, and so can't you guys just feel and imagine how awesome it's going to be that that everything is like yeah. ending and everything is coming to a peaceful resolution and everyone in Ukraine and innocent people in Russia and everywhere are safe and, know. you know, and everything is 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 so good so again just to why this is all important is one goal world peace we got this Literally, guys. right on a grand level so <laughs> true we got well this. thank you for going through all of that because i love at first she was like, okay, I'm going to try and make this fun because it's like, you know, a lot of details. I'm like, I no, 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 like this nerdy stuff is so fun to me. And I know they love it too. Like it is so like my eyes just like widen and it just gets me going. I'm like, oh my gosh, I think I need to like 
tap into this more. So do you want to share anything else about Ayurvedic alchemy? Because you Um, actually trademarked that, right? Yeah. Yeah. I trademarked Ayurvedic alchemy just because it's the the method that I created to help people. And really, I I feel like we shouldn't be attached to anything. So especially if like when I trademark something, I also made sure I detached, right? I'm obsessed with the laws of the universe and the laws of detachment. So I detached from the name. But um, yeah, I created this method that I channeled to help people make Ayurveda more practical to use and re and really what it is, is it's, it's an easy way to find the resources that you need to balance your dosha. So if you're like me and maybe even if you are into learning about your doshic type and Ayurveda, if it seems overwhelming or if you're like me and you're not into the food part of it, right? What Ayurvedic alchemy is, it's an easy way. It's essentially transformation through love. It's just yeah. an easy way to come back to that natural state of love, come back to that natural state of perfect health, come back to your natural state of balance. And what it, yeah, what it is, and you've experienced, it's a meditation and it's designed, right? It uses all different techniques. It uses yeah. sound healing if we're in person, aromatherapy. It, it stimulates the senses, right? Pranayama breathing with with the breath work, it activates kundalini energy. Sometimes, and it's different for each group, right? Like I might channel a different kriya to be part of it. Sometimes emotional freedom tapping. There's so many different techniques to help you come back to your natural state of balance. So this one particularly, and I know you're you're obsessed with this too. So what I love that I also learned at the Chopra Center from Deepak is that it's our set. I I used to have these questions. Where do our thoughts come from? If Mm. our thoughts are creating a reality, where do our thoughts come from? They come from our sensory experiences, right? Mm. And the stories we believed over time. So how cool that if we create a new sensory experience, we can start to stimulate new thoughts, right? Create new emotions, new beliefs, right? About it and elevate the experience to tap into those infinite possibilities. So I use breath work. I use sound healing. Essentially, it's what I'm guided and I teach other people how to do this too, to channel what the client needs, to channel what the group needs Mm -hmm. in that moment, to create a beautiful retreat experience, a sensory experience, to come back to your natural state, to help you get clear on who am I and what do I want? And at the very least, right, if you're not open to this, it makes you feel blissed out, right? Yeah. You'll you'll leave feeling that that peace and that happiness that I used to crave so deeply yeah. that I used to think was impossible. And, yeah. and so it's and now that I understand the science behind it, it's it's definitely from above because I'm not that intelligent, right? But, I mean, I am an intelligent person, but the universe is ever intelligent, and like yeah. that's what this method does like it literally it takes people from the state that you're in and it lifts you up into the ethers right into 
the Akashic into that, that space and air, the infinite possibilities. So you can remember your soul's plan, your higher self or your team of spirit guides, whatever you're open to, you're going to have the experience that you're open to for your best experience and your best life path that you're ready for in that moment. So powerful. And then we dip you, we take a dip into releasing some of that fear. So sometimes it's an amazing kundalini kriya sometimes right. it's emotional freedom tapping sometimes it's just the the words and the questions to stimulate a memory sometimes you know loved ones who have crossed over will come through for healing it's whatever is needed so that you can find the peace that maybe you weren't even aware wasn't there and Amazing. return home to your natural state of love. So we dip in to do the healing work and then I take people back up to the natural state because we don't want to stay stuck in all the healing. Right. We want to get back to happiness so of fast. Course. I love that. And you know, I've I've gotten gift cards for friends to um, work with you and you know, a lot of people who I work with have worked with you as well and everyone just has such an incredible incredible experience such a transformative experience you are so living your dharma doing what you're meant to do and helping so many other people i love you so oh, much this you. was so much fun wait do you want to pull a card before oh my end? gosh yeah let me pull a card for the group i meant to do this okay. at the at the beginning but yes let's pull a card what message does this group need for your highest and greatest good and the message that I'm hearing before I even pull the card is people need to know that it can be easy to transform your pain into your purpose. And yeah, yeah, Erica can testify. And we, I mean, we've both done that, right? It is let's so see. powerful. Okay. What card does Erica's listeners need? Let's see, let's see, let's see what cards come up. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Yeah. And if you want me clarity on your purpose, the Evolve Exclusive has you. Yeah, you can do a soul plan session. Yeah. There's so many ways. So many ways. I can hook you up with the Chopra Center if you want to get certified in being a health coach. I gotcha. Or if you want to teach Ayurvedic alchemy, this is a card for them. <laughs> if you want to teach Ayurvedic alchemy, we are doing it. Okay. My fearless. That's that your intention for. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. We'll share these that's, why, that's why One they fell out. For I'll do yours after too. My fearless freedom lights up the world. Hold on. Let me hold this in front. I feel like both of these are for the world right now. It is. My and this is the one that like I knew we were going to get peaceful resolution yeah. and a beautiful rainbow yeah. i mean and look at the butterflies and she's holding the whole globe it doesn't peace. oh the butterflies for like, yes it doesn't get more clear than that so oh, oh wait erica perfect. erica another one guess what card popped up this Aww. one's for Benito. stop it and again for, yeah and for anybody watching oh my gosh last time she pulled a card for me Vinny's mom came through too but you can't make it I'm up. So like grateful. they just pop up. So this is the card that came up during when you came yeah. on to teach up the Sober Curious Challenge. And when I told you that he, it's unreal. I saw his name every on time the live, and I knew. Didn't it, it come up again? It came up again, that? and I was gonna message him, but I was guided 
because it wasn't in the moment. So I was like, you know what? I'm like, if he's meant to get the message, it'll this come through wild. again. Heaven is watching you and a mom kissing the sun. Yeah. Thank and you, Mama. Teresa. So cool. Uh, oh, I love it. Wow. We could do this all day. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm so grateful Are for you. Are you next level happy? I'm next level happy. <laughs> and I'm so grateful for you. And I'm so beyond grateful that our journeys let us, let us Me together. Me too. So grateful to be able to have this platform and come together in this way and share everything you do with all the listeners. And thank you for answering your call. I love you. Thank you. And thank you for everybody who listened and just raised the consciousness of the world too for peaceful resolution. Amazing. Doing it. We'll end with a long time sun. May the long time sun shine upon you. May all love surround you. And may the pure light within you guide <sighs> your way on. Satnam, thank Sat-nam. you for joining. And if you want to follow Victoria, just share your handle so oh, they can follow you. At Victoria Manifest with two N's. M-A-N-N. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Thank you, guys. And nextlevelhappy.com. Yes. Amazing.